Welcome to the Classic Car Corner Podcast. I'm Jason Painter, and co-hosting with me is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. Today, we welcome Garrett Haler. But first, a word from our, our sponsor. Today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. Locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, and diesel. Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With five convenient neighborhood locations, how may we be of service? So, Garrett, you are our youngest guest, yet you just <laughs> simply enjoy cars. So, I've got a question for you. Sure. Can you drive a manual? I can. <laughs> okay. I can drive a manual, yeah. <laughs> very, very a good. breed, right? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. For so the record, that's the first 21-year-old. Yeah. Soon to be 21. we got a birthday well, coming up this yeah, week. Sure. Right. He's in within the week. That's it's, right. It's a week somewhere there in we America. That's right. <laughs> or somewhere on the globe. That's right. Uh, they can drive a manual. manual. That's right. That's awesome. Known as the Millennial Anti-Theft Deterrent System. Absolutely. And it sets them apart for the ladies. Right. Yeah, there you go. It's true. That's right. yeah. So now, asking you about <laughs> you know generational, from your friends, d- are you one of the few people that can drive a stick shift? Or is it kind of just like different? If you're a gearhead, you can drive a stick, but mostly it's just automatics? Yeah. Uh, overall, I think it would be my automatics, like through high school and stuff. Uh, you know, me and my friends were always into cars and stuff, and we always had manuals, but... You know, I always like try to get people to drive it. <laughs> I'm like, it's right. not that hard. It's right. not that. I think it's really intimidating for a lot of people. You know, they think of a race car or something, or something that their dad drives. But yeah, it's not the normal by any means. Yeah. Well, and I guess nowadays it's more rare to find a stick shift than it is an automatic. Yeah, I think uh, one of the numbers I was looking at a few months ago. I think they, out of all the manufacturers, there's like 85 cars with manuals oh, okay. or something like that. Yep. It's, it's it, I mean, of course, it's like decreasing more yep. and more as, as time goes on. But yeah, like if you want to find like a sportier car, you're either going to pay for a uh, BMW M2 or you're going to get a Civic or something, you know, like something a, lo- a little bit older. Wow, that's um, changed because it used to be mostly manuals. It was manuals. And <laughs> if you wanted an automatic, you paid extra for the automatic. Right. Right. Now it's kind of right. flipped then. Huh? Right. Yeah, yep. definitely. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, it's like a standard transmission, right? Yeah, <laughs> but wow. it's definitely not standard that anymore. Is, so very good. Yeah. That's exactly right. What's amazing to think how many people today that have been bored in the last 20 years that have never even seen a manual transmission. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Well, I mean. Have your kids? Other well, well yeah, Jason, that he's an anomaly. <laughs> His kids <laughs> right. have definitely seen a manual transmission, right. but if you weren't a car collector and you were just your yeah. average normal parent sure. with you know three kids uh, at, at driving age or getting ready to be driving age, would right. they have seen a manual transmission? No, they and they wouldn't have seen probably a car that had crank up windows <laughs> right and right. non-electric locks or heated seats or heated seats <laughs> all that right. kind of stuff or, yeah uh, blind spot assist yeah. and all that other fun stuff that are that but you know back in the back in those days i mean you actually literally had to drive you had to pay yeah. attention to the road and yeah. make sure that you were looking to, you know to the left when you were merging right. and all that exactly good stuff. yeah so garrett when you were growing up did any of your parents have a manual transmission car so yeah my dad um he's actually where i get like a lot of my um, interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was younger, his first car, or you know, to me, his first car was uh, just a regular F one hundred and fifty. And then after that, he got, uh, I think it was a five speed Tacoma. It was a two thousand one. Oh, yeah. nice. So super cool. And I remember right. 
there was one day he was like him and my mom had gone to the grocery or something and i was like i needed to move it and like <laughs> i was like 10 and i needed to move it and i got in and i was like okay like i know the emergency brake goes down but it was like still in gear and i was like trying to push this little tacoma as a 10 year old and like yeah, it's still in gear yeah yeah no far, i was oh, like i was it. like i don't even know like right. the basketball is not worth it so right. i like went back inside i was like I this is awful this is dumb like yeah so um yeah that was the first like manual car i remember kind of being in but his best friend also like had um manual tl and always told me about it and stuff and and i think before i was driving i mean you know, I kind of knew cars were cool, and you knew sportier cars, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, or whatever. Um, but I think that's kind of the first time I was exposed to it. And then, like, the Tacoma came along and, and kind of sprouted from there. Did you learn to drive a manual on the, t- the Tacoma? I did not. Actually, my first car was an automatic. So um, my dad, I, I guess this was in, like, 2016, he bought his own Acura TL. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a black-on-black, just the base model. We went to Indianapolis to get it, and it was a six-speed. And um, so we had the TSX and the TL. And I was, like, not intimidated, but, like, it's super cool, right? Like, right. you know, you're like, oh, nobody else does this. Right. Um, like, smoking a cigarette when you're younger <laughs> or too young or something. You know, you're like, oh, whatever. Um, but so I learned, actually, on that car. And both my parents drive manuals. Um, or not now, but they have in the past. And my mom taught me, but my dad claims he did. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but there's always that you know rivalry yeah, among right. parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. sure, that's right. How fun. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say my mom taught me how to drive a stick shift when I was in when I was seven or eight in parking lots. It was kind of like, well, what are we gonna do this weekend? All right, well, <laughs> let's get in the rabbit and uh, let's, let's just go practice driving. Right. Why? Yeah. Well, I'm sure she was bored and it would <laughs> shut me up, but. Well, some you never know. It's yeah. Live but entertainment. Oh, sure. but, what got, <laughs> but what got you into cars? I know a lot of us it was Hot Wheels, and or for some of us it was to the beginning of learning how to be the expert flashlight holder for dad or grandpa, which mm-hmm. they would all say to this day that we still need improvement. <laughs> what was it that got you going? Um, so my family, we've been in like the automotive business. Uh, it's called Ian e. Haler. We don't do a ton of business anymore. Mom and pop shops are kind of put out, but. Um, I was always around cars, I guess, downtown and stuff. We had a shop on College Street, so I spent a lot of time down there. Um, what got me in personally was um, me and my friend from grade school, we would always play Need for Speed Underground and, like, the 370 was, like, the or the 350, sorry. 350 was totally cool and, like, the greatest car ever. So, like, I guess that definitely piqued my interest. And then Forza 3 came out. I got that for Christmas one year when like the first year it had come out and I played that game literally till the like disc was like scratched. <laughs> like there was like you couldn't play it anymore. Um and like the greatest car on that was the uh 2005 Ford GT. You know the one Doug Demuro has like same mm-hmm. same livery and everything, right. the blue with the white. Um yeah. that car I remember this was like how naive I was. I was like, "Dad, we need to get that car." Like we have it. He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get that real quick." So, um, that definitely peaked it. But when I was 16, I think that's me and a uh, high school friend. Uh, he has a WRX now, and uh, we just—I don't know—it was one thing we always did like our own suspension work. Like we did coilovers, exhaust, you know, like the mm-hmm. the stuff you can do without a lift. Right. <laughs> so, uh, or what you can crawl into the car and do. Mm-hmm. And so we always, we always did stuff like that. And I think that's really where it kind of sprouted. Like, obviously, like when I was a little kid, they were cool. But when I could like actually get into a car and drive and mm-hmm. I remember for a week leading up to my 16th birthday, 
we had the my first car already and i would just like go out and sit in it and like listen to the radio oh, <laughs> so like Absolutely. like living you know like living right. through this like parked car <laughs> yeah, that's right mm-hmm. you know the the video games with the, the forza i was a grand turismo guy right. as we spoke earlier. Right. now john yeah. i'm gonna have to call your bluff buddy What's that? You and Eric were playing Atari 5000. <laughs> you know so, you know. I have to admit, I did grow up. My initial game was pole position. Pole position, no, that's right. No Dodge him. Remember Dodge him? All right, go ahead. As technology progressed. Prepare to qualify. <laughs> uh, you know, just the, the Gran Turismo was my game that struck to me. I was a PlayStation kid, so that's probably why. Uh, but the... You know the Nissan Skyline yeah, exactly. was the, yeah. was the, the most ultimate yeah, car right. that you could tune from ground up in in Gran Turismo yeah. and make it you know the most awesome car that you can race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and growing up, and I think it's neat because you can kind of learn a little bit how you can get new tires, the tighter suspension, exhaust, oh, sure. right. minor you know tweak the engine a little mm-hmm. bit. You can get to tune the engine. As you progress in those video games, right, right, yeah. So, pole position did not have those <laughs> options. <laughs> it, it did not. You know, you you pick a car and you do this, but the video games now is it. You know, it almost teaches you mm-hmm. to you know what you need to do to improve, to improve your speed, to improve your cornering yep. and handling, and all that. Which you know is it's a really cool thing right. because. Even today, I still play Grand Turismo. Yeah, absolutely. So it's one of the only video games that I really kind of play. Uh, my wife made fun of me for buying <laughs> it. Uh, I just bought the new edition <laughs> not too long ago. There you go. And she's like, what are you going to do with that? I was like, I'm going to play it. <laughs> so, but it's neat is, is, you know, being 21 years old, and you've probably been playing, you know, Forza and, and that stuff for, for several years before, has that like enhanced your interest in in sports cars and 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 how they work and how you tune them and is it is it piqued your interest in trying to grow more into you know the car industry yeah so um i mean every kid you know has the dream of being like a race car driver but now everybody wants a ferrari right or a right. porsche or whatever it yeah. may be right and so like you can actually kind of like not so you know obviously it's different than like getting in a car and driving and racing it but like that's pretty close second right like you get to you know you can change the camera angle and like see inside these cars and i mean yeah that like it, it you're right it does make you learn because i remember like asking my dad like oh what does x do or you know like what you know what does this do or why why would i do this over that um with suspension or you know different cams and cam profiles like that you can you know get down to like the pretty nitty-gritty and in, in all those games so yeah i mean i think it like kind of if you explore into the game, I think you can learn like a lot from it. What it doesn't teach you is budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely does not. No. <laughs> because like, oh, you've got four hundred, four thousand. Right. What would you like to upgrade? I'm like, that's not how that works. No, <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. Be yeah. nice if we did, right? You right. Off, what's that bottom skirt gonna do when I ran <laughs> off the course <laughs> right, again? Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, slip, the little plastic pan underneath it protecting everything that's torn up now. <laughs> hit by gravel. Right. The one difference between the reality between video games and reality. You hit it on the head there. Yeah. But I do think you can get an idea about, you know, which car, like if they have a WRX. Yeah. Or a Subaru, or they have an Acura. Um, they do have some of those cars on here that, quite honestly, you can tune. You can get yeah. those. They're, they're achievable cars. You can tune them up on a budget. And it does create a little more, kind of like how Guitar Hero brought decent music back to the forefront. It brought 
I think those games also bring up cars that are like, hey, you know what? I could get, I could save up for a Subaru WRX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least a model that I could turn into a WRX. Right, right. And then with the video games match with like uh, Fast and Furious coming out. Oh, sure. sure. I just right. watched that the other night, and and me and my girlfriend, we like we sat and watched the whole series, and she's just as invested. So like, <laughs> that's awesome. It's yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, right. So um, super rare. Yeah. But we always talk about it, and like I always like achieved to be Paul Walker, yeah, like right, <laughs> like right. the look and everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's a lot of Paul Walker in all of us that Definitely. love cars and yeah. sports cars. Right. Yeah. Whether yeah. you're 21 or you're 40 something. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think we all would love to sit in one of those cars yeah. and, and be in one of those racing scenarios during the movies. Yeah, uh, it's just fun. So, tell our listening audience what do you drive and what have you done to that car specifically? So, I currently have two cars. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is an Acura. T- it's a 2007 Acura TL Type S uh, with the six speed. So it's it's that car took yep. some searching. Sure. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. right. Um, but all I've done on that car is just tinted windows and then like a rear window spoiler. Okay. Um, kept it pretty stock. Like I, I don't. It kind of hurts me mm-hmm. to like change that car because they're getting less and less out there. So they are. So I mean, yeah, it's. I'm proud of that. Like you know, like that I can hang on to it and it kind of be stock and it's still like, you know, it's it's very sporty. Mm-hmm. Like for for it to be um, as stock as it is. And then my other car is a 1999 Toyota 4Runner. Okay. Um, so it's the limited. It kind of has. It's it's my road trip car. You know, I gotcha. love. That's that's. Yep. I drove down to Florida. And, oh, they're great cars. Nashville. Oh yeah, they're awesome. So it's funny. We talked about you know before the show. I had a very similar. Yes. Acura. Yes. Uh, within just one year difference, uh, the type, uh, the Acura TL Type S. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a sporty car. Such oh, a yeah. fun car to drive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that in that model, they Acura really induced a lot of technology into into that car, which is even That's today. Right. I right. see I see every now and again you'll see one on the road. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like man, I used to have that car like over ten <laughs> years ago. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like I wish I had it now. It's, it's, it's a really cool oh, car, fun to drive. and it's awesome to see them still on right. the road today. Yeah. And, right. and the styling has aged. Yeah, excellent. You know, yeah, like you is. really can't tell no, as right. it's as old. Not as much is. difference than what they came out in the 2007, 2008 right. to what they are now. Yeah. Right. Did Did you uh, modify the intake on that car though? I did not. Okay, okay no. so it is stock yeah. under hood. Yes, okay, gotcha. exactly. Yeah. All right, very good. So cool, cool. They came cool. out of the box pretty sporty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Two eighty six horsepower. Uh, it's it's a bummer. It's front wheel drive. Yeah, <laughs> it is, right. and you know that's the one. That's downside. the one thing. You know, yeah, it's got a great dual exhaust. It's good. Yeah, to it. So, yeah. yeah. Most of Paul Walker's cars were front wheel drive. It was really? Vin Diesel yeah. that had all the rear. All wheel, the rear wheel yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Stuff. That's true. American yeah. muscle. Uh, yeah, that's right. American. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, front wheel drive gets you out of the snow and gets you that traction. That's, that's true. That can handle things. That's right. You can slip <laughs> the back end up. That front wheel drive will keep you under control. True. It won't be as fun, but it'll keep you under control. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Doesn't get you to the finish line yeah faster well, than <laughs> it may get you there i'm sure there's a gti Before. out there that would say, that would disagree with you uh, I, <laughs> we'll no no answer we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah, after the show. right right <laughs> so <laughs> so speaking about that so what was what was the interest that you had in there because i know you got the european models out there and there used to be a lot of european models when we were in high school that we can pick from from rabbits shirakos uh, Audi had the Quattro, mm-hmm. uh, four-wheel drive, 
Was it the Saab? The Saab with the Q3, uh, the Saab Turbo. Was, uh, that came I don't out. know. if Does that classify in that, no. that group? No? <laughs> Not as far as. They I were mean, pretty they were quick they were cars. Sporty, but you weren't an architect yet, so you wouldn't have been able to afford it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 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 Jeremy Clark, Saab owners are mostly architects. But it seems like now, if you want to get into, I mean, the Asian cars are the ones you have to get into because there's not many uh, European cars that are that available other than golf. Yeah. I mean, there's really, I mean, what else is there to get into that would be affordable? Maybe, I mean, is the, does Audi even have a vehicle that you get into that would be easily accessible to, to tune as you would an Asian car? Um, is the A3 an answer to that question or no? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of tough because then you have to w- think about maintenance. Mm-hmm. I think is the big thing that sure. scares people on those kind of cars. Right. The the answer that's coming to my head is a three series. Yep, like yeah. an early two thousand three series, because you could get it with the five speed, and mm-hmm. you could do. I mean, you couldn't like make loads of horsepower or anything, but you could do suspension. You could do an exhaust. You know, like stuff that's accessible right. to everybody. Sure. Um, but then the maintenance is where you kick into. Definitely. Why didn't they use rubber hose? Why didn't they <laughs> exactly. Hose, which is going to be brittle and you can't exactly. touch it. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah. Well, the car's dead until mm. I get that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, yeah, I think that's the big thing is, is you know, with an Acura or Lexus or, or whatever it may be, Asian-wise, you definitely have the affordability. And, uh, you know, someone of my, my age in college, that, that pl- goes a long way, <laughs> you right, know, so sure, constantly right. at pull apart. And, and that's the nice thing is, is you get a lot of crossover um, amongst like your Hondas and, and Acuras and Toyotas and Lexuses, um, even Nissan and, and uh, Infiniti. You know, I, I looked at a G37 for a long time, you know, and my dad's insurance wouldn't go for it, but <laughs> the, okay. the old two seater. So <laughs> I just got rid of my G37. Okay. It was been a fun car. Sad, sad day for you. I'm it, sorry. It was a sad <laughs> day, but I enjoyed it while I had it. That's great. Yeah. Those are awesome cars. It's like the biggest rival to the TL. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it's the right. G car. Yeah. Sure I liked it more than my G and my TL. Yeah. Well, it's real, real just drive. The way it's the, quicker. The, copy, the way it drove, the yeah. way it handled. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a little bit different car than the TL. True. Uh, not that one's nicer than the other. I just, me personally, yeah, uh, preferred. Uh, I love them the both. G37 yeah, they're great. Over my TL. Yeah, they're awesome. So, you're, you're going to be 21 this week. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, where do you see yourself car wise? A couple years from now, what what's on your bucket list? I guess is a good question to ask you. Yeah. So I've been thinking about this recently because mm-hmm. because graduation is next spring. Yeah, and right. Stuff, yeah. So I'm like, you know, mom and dad, kinda, yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Kind of kind of getting closer, right? Yeah, kinda, um, right. Tell you one car that's like really grabbed my attention, and I I used to hate um, SUVs, but you know as I've gotten the Forerunner and stuff, the new Bronco. Oh, dude, that thing is awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. right. Well, you may be thirty-one before you're able to actually <laughs> buy one. So what's <laughs> more more what's more approachable? Right? More approachable? Yeah. yeah. Um, we all want a Bronco. Well, right. right. Whether you want one, or you <laughs> liked them or not, in, in the past. Yep. They're, they're pretty cool vehicles. That's a uh, yeah. The remodel. That's so, definitely yes. true. That's well, definitely true. And I think Ford's done an excellent job with that car. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I so. Think so. Yeah. Um, and uh, so no, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, matter of fact, the first one I've seen actually on the road was actually a pale blue one. Oh wow! Like they had back yeah. in the you know early '70s yeah. or what have you. Uh, but uh, no, that no, I get you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that that would be the SUV I'd go for. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know sports cars. I like. What is it? You like black out when you look at everything? Like there's like so many that oh, I right. want. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If it came down to it, 
I kind of like G's. Like they're they're attainable. They have the manual. They're real to drive. They're sporty. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my good friends, he's major into BMWs, and he has a 2001 M3, which those are kind of on the up and coming. So I don't know. I would love to have a BMW, but just finding the right one with the right mileage, and once again the affordability. Right. Right. Wow. BMW does make some decent entry level things. There's an M1 M series. Yeah. That is just remarkable if you can keep it running yeah that's exactly well, it. YouTube you know guys that has some videos on it they say once it's up and running man this thing is a track car yeah 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 well g37 with uh some air intakes yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's there's some fairly low cost upgrades you can make to a g37 that can really boost uh some horsepower and make it really super sporty yeah uh in my opinion it could roast any m3 yeah. Uh, with the same level modifications. Definitely. Easily. Another one is, uh, like, I don't I don't even think they make them anymore, but the 135i. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. With the M-Sport package. M-Sport, I looked at one yep, of those, right. yep, but yep, the yep. maintenance scared me too much. Yeah, right, <laughs> I was like, right. no way, no shot. You know, I'm sorry, real quick, before yeah. Edgar does our uh, sponsor. You know, that's a big thing. The maintenance on vehicles, you know, kids today you know they you know you can buy that bmw or that g audi or whatever it may be yeah yeah uh, which looks cool that you want to modify but you know they don't think about the ongoing maintenance what it takes those engines to keep them where Mm -hmm. they need to be is on top of those modifications Mm -hmm. that they do is is definitely you know six seven eight hundred dollars a year minimum yeah Yeah. on top of the modifications right we're going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And also, please remember to join us at our new website, theclassiccarcorner.com, where you can access our shows, learn more about us, and what we are up to. And coming back and talking about the reliability, it's a, it's a good thing that you guys are you're looking out as far as maintenance on it, because yeah. it's so easy to get into... <laughs> A Mini Cooper, because they're sporty. Yeah. Or you can find a nicely well-driven, but a good condition John Cooper edition, which has all the extras already put on it. Unfortunately, it's also a BMW. The engine has to come out through the front (laughs) on anything. Um, There's like basic maintenance that has to happen on those. And there's certain BMWs that the way they built the engine, the timing chain, you're going to have to replace it at about 32,000 miles or certain intervals that are like, what? Yeah. Or venous systems on it where it's like, why couldn't this just have a regular oil pump system on it? And they had to create all this extra stuff on it. Well, the venous, it it basically pumps the oil into the top of the engine and it has all this extra stuff to it. And if that fails, no oil, engine goes bye-bye. You're basically buying the car again to sell it or to repair it. So, I mean, that's a, what, what do you do as far as to watch out for those trap cars? For folks that are like, well, I got my entry level BMW. I'm going to soup it up. Oops. Yeah. So what what kind of homework do you do? Because you're seem you're probably a little more fluent in these newer cars than what we probably are. What 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 kind of homework do you guys do? Yeah. So I mean, I know me personally. I worked at Audi for two years, so that kind of opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. Um, which you know, the Audi dealer here is Porsche and Land Rover. So real uh real out of the park you know, repair jobs there. (laughs) So, um, 
I don't know. Me personally, I, I kind of go through and you know, can, consumer report is huge. Um, I know that's a big thing for me. Um, YouTube is a great, great resource mm-hmm. to see what people, if you just look up the maintenance, mm-hmm. not just the mods, you know, you see what people are having to replace and, and, and what they're having to deal with if they're not replacing it. Right. So, um, you know, kind of seeing that side of things is, I think, a lot more important for younger people just because you can't you know just put something on your credit card <laughs> you know right, there's just right. no way like right. there's just no way so well, that's important for parents to know too yeah. especially when they're getting yes. them, hey here's a graduation gift and you go hey mom dad this car drives great now this thing's gonna cost us a lot of money yeah mm-hmm. maybe we should get uh i mean a wrx it's loaded up gold wheels and yeah. <laughs> go ahead and put that to bed yeah you know yeah. let's let's <laughs> let's kick it up a, a different direction so the three of us in high school, the cool, the two cool cars were, you know, the, you know, Shrocko, the Sh- Wrangler, Shrocko, the Wrangler, but the sporty cars, you know, the, you know, the uh, Volkswagen, GTI, GTI, you know, when we grew up, the GTI, if you didn't, you were the coolest kid in school if you had the GTI, yeah, or the Shrocko, right, and, or, or or cars like that, or the Omni Shelby. <laughs> right, right? I, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you had an old cut. Um, but you know, <laughs> back then uh, when we were in high school, you know, in the late eighties, those weren't super expensive cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, you know, by today's standards, they weren't that expensive. I mean, you could probably get a GTI back then for fifteen grand. Well, I mean, less than that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that. like topped out. So now, I mean, you can't even get an entry level car of what garrett's talking about for anywhere close to that at the new range what are are uh people your age when you grew up in high school what was that cool car that you know that, that i like that the, question the cool car <laughs> right. the the cool kid in the car had you know he it was the gti in our age like what was the top five like the vmw ooh. or the, <laughs> the the v the the vw thing the, oh, yeah. it wasn't sporty but it right. was like the coolest no, car cool. ever right yeah uh, you know what was it when you were in high school uh what was that car that you know like that group of kids had or you know what was the cool car when you were in high school the good news just is a few years ago yeah he doesn't have to think long ago <laughs> right like right we do just a few years <laughs> go ahead garrett what? so um i'm a little biased because i remember my senior year they ran you know the the newspaper right so they they ran like I think they like called it like what's in St. X's garage or something like that. Oh, and, okay. and I was front page, you know, with my, I had a WRX at the time. Okay. Oh, so nice. yeah. There so I had a 2007 WRX, my buddy that I mentioned earlier, he has a 2015 WRX. Um, and it was just so funny cause we used to beef with the, the muscle car guys. Mm-hmm. So like the Mustangs and the sewers, like nothing's changed. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Right. right. So, I mean, like honestly SUVs and trucks have come such a f- long way mm-hmm. with like options and cool factor you know and it's not just a F100 anymore it's like a F150 with the platinum the, the king ra- yeah the king ranch or whatever and so i think everyone kind of had their own style like you know you had the guys that were like really into trucks and like lifted them and and you know had the diesels or whatever and then we had our you know, Japanese tuner cars. Then there was the muscle guys. And actually one of the coolest cars I remember from high school was a 
was just an El Camino. Like it wasn't right. an SS or anything, but it was just so cool because it was like vintage and like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so it was just something different. Right. And that's, I think, the biggest thing now with like, you know, your run-of-the-mill CRVs and, and you know, your Toyota 4Run. And you see those everywhere. I think everyone's just trying, like if you're into cars, I think you're just trying to get something different. Right. Yeah. Which, constantly. Which, so. which is funny because I think it's interesting. It's not much different than when we were in high school. We had the guys that had to pick up trucks. You know, they want them jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the guys with the the tuner cars. Yeah. And then we had the guys with the, the Camaros. Yeah, exactly. And the Firebirds that mm-hmm. were souped up the and things like the, that. The Chrysler Cordoba with the bull uh, so skull. My, right, the, absolutely. <laughs> my uncle had one of those and with the 454. Yeah, yeah, the Doba. I and get it, you, yeah. And then you had me with the 1984 Ultimate. Delta 88 5-liter. Right. <laughs> but it was a two-door. It was. There it had go. a five liter V eight engine, cool. right? Yeah. Right. And quite honestly, it could lay a patch pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I had a nineteen eighty rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it was no. It, it was just. You know, here's the thing. He parked at the back of the parking lot. <laughs> I, parked, I parked right at the front because back in the day, because I didn't go to Saint X like my brethren here did. I was at J Town, and you know, back then, if you could, if you had a car, that was great, and you were basically, oh, you got a car. Hop in, yeah. So it was more like, hey, who's got a car that can take everybody home, <laughs> right? <laughs> who can go to, who can take us here and pick us up and do all that stuff? So you don't have to wait for a bus to pick you up, right? Uh, but I mean, it's just interesting because the level of cars you had the one person who was the Jeep, had the Jeep CJ7, mm-hmm. and you had the person who had the, had the Olds Cutlass. So the old, old the, the Olds Cutlass Supremes, the two doors, oh, and yeah. then the Monte Carlos, and then they would kind of have their oh, own yeah. little section over there. And then uh, we had one gentleman who was a year behind me who. Uh, his father had a auto shop, and he had a '67, '69 Camaro, okay, with a V12 Jaguar engine in it. He was definitely the coolest kid. In yeah, school. for sure. Yeah, it was a, it was a amazing. Camaro with the V12 <laughs> Jaguar. But yeah, okay. it, it was. It sounded amazing, and it was crazy. <laughs> fast. Right, right, I don't know, right. Eric. But he knew how to work on it. But the, you had a, an eclectic version out there. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to get it into an MR2. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mid so, engine, yeah, that's awesome. But, but, <laughs> uh, but Eric and Jason, did we ever have any student that had an SUV? <laughs> I don't even think that term was invented. It wasn't. Let's see here. We no. had minivans, but we did I not have one, one SUVs. One person had a Bronco, the old Bronco, the, the Bronco Two XLT. Yeah, the Bronco was, that was out with the Escort. I mean, it wasn't anything right. big, but yeah. it was the last ones before they canceled them. Yeah, in the, in the early eighty, mid late eighties. Like a truly an SUV, though. Yeah, it's four wheel drive. It counts. It go. But no, I mean, I, mean, I, I didn't I, say all four wheel drive worked. <laughs> I, mean, it should be drive. I mean, SUVs. Uh, no, just I a term. You know. No, the term was. I bet. Worked. I bet the majority of kids in the school yeah. were probably driving their parents. Yeah. SUV. Yeah, you definitely. Had a K car yeah. or an LTD. Oh yeah, they. You had the Forerunner, Pathfinder, or things like that. Yeah. That you know, I had both. Yeah. Which are awesome cars. I love them. Yeah. There's nothing better than a Nissan Forerunner. Yeah. Preferably, <laughs> preferably in the mid to late '80s, uh, for uh, Pathfinder. Yeah. Uh, it's probably one of the best four wheel drive yep. vehicles you can those. get. Yeah. We had our next to the Land Rover. Right. Uh, right. We got to go. Or the uh, you know, yeah, the the Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those those probably awesome. the ultimate. Those those ultimate things are. Yeah. I mean, no, going back, I, I mean, would love to have one. The cool guys, the truly cool guys, had RX sevens, mm-hmm. or they had a two eighty Z. Yeah, 
or, or Chiraco. a Tweety ZX. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not too many Chiracos, in, at least in my part of town. Okay. We yeah, had we, a couple we, we had one or two yep. at St. X. Yep. Yeah. But, and yeah, it, it was it was been it turned into the Corrado. Right. Nobody remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, we had, I think, I remember somebody had a pale yellow Corrado. It was a cool-looking car. Very heavy, underpowered. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, the late eighty cars were not very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were fun. They were unique. There was, but the thing is that there was a, such unique a variety. Is a good word. There was such a variety out there, yeah. from Mazda to Datsun, mm-hmm. Nissan, all across the board. Yeah, but yeah. it's interesting. Interesting to get your perspective on how you know, twenty five, thirty years later, the same era of students going to school, yeah. the same school we went to, of course, uh, and what. Those students yeah. are driving right. what their parents drove, and you know, mm-hmm. more than likely handed them down to than most parents uh, did to their kids. Uh, most most kids in our school, even though we went to you know a nice school, they weren't drive. Their parents didn't buy them cars at that age. Right. The majority of them were were handed down. Yeah, of sure. course, there were those you know that certain group that the right. parents right. bought them <laughs> bought them cars <laughs> exactly uh, because they were able to do that yeah. and and more power to them yeah. but but the majority of the students were you know the hand me down hand me down cars right. that their parents been driving for 6 7 8 years yeah. at least i know that was my oh, yeah. my experience uh, and i know sure. it's probably right. jason's yeah. experience yep. I, I don't know about just, eric but I just had rabbits and <laughs> all kinds of so, kittens yeah. out of those rabbits <laughs> now here's a quick fun question for you is when you took your driver's test, yeah, the day that we all long for, <laughs> for freedom, freedom. There's an eagle freedom. soaring right. in the background <laughs> over a mountain range. What car did you drive for your driver's test? So it was my first car. It was a 2006 Acura TSX. Okay. Yeah, super right. small. Yeah, there you I go. Super lucky. Yep. Yeah, yep. he had no issues. I had no nope. issues. That's Actually, right. I still and got the points. Parallel off, parking. Though. I didn't use the signals. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Uh, but aside from that, I was yeah. Good you to know, go. Garrett. And when it comes to, I'm kind of try. I'm trying to step. I got one foot up on my soapbox and one foot on the ground. <laughs> and I'm trying not to step all the way up on it when it comes to the use of turn signals. People just let people know what you're doing. It's yeah. right there. Come yeah, on. true. You just hit a little, <laughs> and then you're done. But Eric, I'm on my phone and I'm drinking my <laughs> Starbucks. I don't. I can't reach my turn signal. And driving your BMW. I got both yeah. in my hands. That's right. Exactly. I agree with you, Eric. Use the damn turn signal. <laughs> All right, I'll come back to the show. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, car clubs. Do you yeah. log to any of them? Um, like, officially, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wish I did. I Got wish. You. I mean, there's a few Facebook, on you know, online where they have meetups and stuff, but nothing, nothing like uh, as much as see me and my. One friend, the one that had a WRX, he uh, we used to always go to Ashley's okay. on Saturday yep. nights. Yep. Yeah, which that got out of hand. So, <laughs> um, I mean, aside from that, that got busted. So, okay. you know, I mean, that's the thing is, no one our age is putting these things on. It's a, it's everyone older, or you have to know somebody, you know. And so, so my my thought to you is, you ought to start. Oh uh, yeah, I'm right. I guess I need to. We we, we would uh, back you up on that All for right. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, Garrett, how many friends? How many of your friends do y'all? I mean, do you have like three or four buddies that uh, are in your same car collecting or same car enthusiasm group, or are you just like one and you got some friends that kind of hang out? Or so yeah, I mean, like when it comes to cars and stuff, it's kind of like far and few between. Um, 
Well, it's it's hard at your yeah. age, you know, being yeah. twenty one. It's it's quite honestly, I think everybody can agree. It's not their number one priority no. at that, that age that is, is right. to to get into to cars. I mean, you got to have that other bug. things on his mind right now. <laughs> right? You you got to have that bug. Right. And I didn't know if there was you know a group of you guys that have that bug. Right. So when I mentioned earlier, I worked at Audi. That was like that was kind of a job that spoiled me because if you work there you're definitely into cars oh at that yeah. job you're not getting paid you know <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's a, you know you're not going for the money right. um but so i mean that is how i met a lot of people um you know you just have this passion for any kind of car really it doesn't really it can be you know a, a rolls royce cullinan or a lamborghini svj you know it's just whatever comes through the door or a4 mm-hmm. you know um and so you meet a lot of people through that and there were guys that would come through that were younger but my friends personally, you know, one of my good friends now is that's how we met through that job. And then uh, another one, but no relation. So that's the thing is like, that's kind of the nice thing about cars though, is, you know, you have one friend over here that's into cars and then on the other side into cars. But when you all hang out, it's like just clicks, you know, sure everyone right, kind of can find something similar, I guess. Do y'all ever get together and go to the lo- local car shows or the cars and coffee down at the, uh Captain's Quarters yeah. or a River Road, uh, wherever it may be, or way out at Buzz Parsons. You know, there's a lot of cool uh, car shows and car groups that collect uh, together. Yeah. Every, uh, you know, every other weekend or once a month or wherever it may be, pretty much starting from March all the way through, you know, November. Right. Yeah. And every once in a while, it's seen, that's the thing with, with class scheduling and, and where you go to school because, uh, you know, they go to Cincinnati, he went to UK, like, you know, right, so right. it's always that, it's that struggle of, you know, hey, are you going to be in town this weekend? If so, like, let's go do this or, you know, let's meet up and hang out. So I think, I think scheduling is the biggest thing, you know, we're all like super excited for it and, and, you know, vi- you know, vice versa, they've invited me to Cincinnati and Lexington mm-hmm. both um, to go up there and, and kind of see a different scene. It's just hard getting out um, with right. part-time work and sure. class and, and everything else. So things to look forward to. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. exactly. So, well, we're approaching our forty-minute mark. Yeah. The question, last one is, you know, if somebody said, "Pick out any car you want," <laughs> what would it be? Why would it be that car? Oh man, that's a tough one. Yeah, but I think if it had to be just one, I think it would have to be the Too Fast, Too Furious. Skyline GTR, okay, right. All right. Yeah, yeah, with, with the right. blue underglow. Sure, it's right. got to have all, like the whole nine. Yeah. But I've never you. driven a left hand or yeah. right hand drive right car, hand drive so like, car. yeah, right. But yeah. but that's got to be it. You know, it had all the tech from the nineties mm-hmm. or the NSX, mm-hmm. the the nineties NSX. At home. I got you. Well, I think yeah. just driving a Skyline would be It'd pretty be awesome. Yeah, fun. right. Yeah. I don't care what side <laughs> the steering wheel's on, but driving a Skyline alone is is a pretty exciting experience. I think so too. Yeah. No doubt. That'd be awesome. Well, Garrett, it has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's it's been so much fun. I certainly wish you an upcoming happy birthday, obviously. Number 21 (laughs) hitting us. Happy graduation. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. You've got a a lot to look forward to in life. So uh, we're we're, we're happy for you. That's awesome. Um, So uh, remember, check us out www.theclassiccarcorner.com be sure to like us on Facebook and uh, thank you for joining us here this evening here at the Classic Car Corner podcast <laughs>